although it's fall, autumn, spooky season, whatever you want to call it, I personally prefer spooky season just because Halloween is my favorite holiday of the year, but the other parts of fall are great too. It's beautiful weather today. Leaves are falling off the trees and uh, I'm just glad to be over that heat. So as we look forward to what's sure to be a jam-packed fall when it comes to downtown activities and specials and just general things to do, we are going to talk about how you can make the most of your fall in and around downtown Knoxville. For those who are new to the show, welcome to The Scruffy Stuff, a podcast about all the news happening in and around downtown Knoxville. I am your host, Ryan Willis, and today I am joined for the first time by... Keenan Thomas with Knox News. I'm the growth and development intern here. The Scruffy Stuff is presented by KnoxNews.com, where you can find everything we discuss here on the show and a whole lot more. Knox News relies on support from readers and listeners to provide you compelling stories from Knoxville and across East Tennessee. Subscribers get an all-access pass to all of our premium, exclusive content. And to become a subscriber, it's easy. Just visit knoxnews.com slash subscribe to see our latest offer and sign up today. One of the best parts about the fall season is, like Ryan said in the intro there, that it is so beautiful outside. It feels great. The weather is starting to cool down. And one of the best ways to really experience that is just to get out there, get out in the woods a little bit, do some hikes, do some trails. And we have probably one of the best systems right here in our backyard in South Knoxville, which is the IAMS Nature Center. Yeah. Uh, if you're going out in the woods, make sure you bring a, uh, a, a partner with you, you know, and who knows what's lurking this time of year out there. But um, yeah, IAMS Nature Center is a great option as the weather begins to change. I actually did not get out there which is crazy at all this summer to do uh, my my traditional, not really active with the kayaking and the paddleboarding. I'm more of a float kind of guy. Um, didn't get any floating out there, but just because the summer's over, like you said, doesn't mean there's not still time to enjoy it. And um, yeah, there's some other places. I mean, even if not Iams, just taking a stroll through Market Square, watching the leaves begin to fall. Just get out there, enjoy the weather is the simplest way that you can enjoy fall in and around downtown Knoxville. Uh, and one of the most free ways as well. But if you're looking to do something that's more event-based, um, there's a lot of stuff going on uh, this fall. And one of the things that I'm most excited about, um, just like I didn't get to do the, uh, the the floating at IAMS over the summer, I didn't get to go to as many um, summer concerts as I normally would like to get to. And I've always said, like I go to Bonnaroo every year, and I always say they need to normalize having festivals in the fall. I like when the weather's cool. I, I imagine the artists like when the weather's cool too. And so River Breeze Event Center, it's the newest venue here in Knoxville, not downtown, but it is connected by a free uh, shuttle service that they will pick you up around uh, Market Square, I think over at Barley's, and will take you to and from the show. And there's this Fall Friday concert series that's uh, going on right now. Um, I'm going to be out there October 28th for Blackberry Smoke, one of my guilty pleasure uh, bands, and um, I'm excited just to see how that venue um, sort of fits and, and and you know becomes part of the live music landscape here in Knoxville. It would have been awesome. Their first show was uh, Here Come the Mummies and Sasquatch. Uh, it would have been awesome if that was happening in October to kind of fit the Halloween theme, but a lot of cool shows uh, happening at the event center, the venue, nonetheless. Along with like all of the concerts that are going on, and there's a lot of concerts, I highly recommend checking out what whatever Tennessee Theater, Bijou, Mill and Mines got going on this month. Uh, there's a lot of festivals coming out too. There's uh, Knoxville Horror Staples, like the horror film, Knoxville Horror Film Festival. It's playing later in October. It's a mixture of 
Central Cinema and the Parkway Drive-In Theater in Maryville. Which, by the way, if, if you haven't been to the Parkway, you have to get out there. It's it's one of my favorite spots. It's not downtown, but like you mentioned, Keenan, part of it is going to be taking place at Central Cinema. But I think it's worth the drive to go ahead and go out there for the full drive-in experience. Oh, yeah, especially for those two days that they do it there because they're all playing like classic horror movies, and it's such a good vibe. And just a side recommendation, check out the Capitol Theater for some ice cream while you're there. If you're in the mood for uh, like getting in the, to the movie spirit, you're going all the way out there, you should check out all the cool movie memorabilia that they have in there um, and get some very delicious ice cream, too. But anyways, <laughs> back to the Horror Fest or uh, other festivals as well. Another prominent one here in Knoxville is uh, Greek Fest held, held by the Greek Orthodox Church over in Sequoia Hills. Uh, I was able to go last year, and it was such a good time. Uh, incredible food fun dancing just lots of stuff to do like all day highly recommend yeah the food is is enough to get me there i mean it's it's delicious all homemade stuff or for the most part right i mean it's all uh it's all delicious the buck love is to die for (laughs) um well i you know that one of my i'm gonna go ahead and jump into you know i i enjoy going out and doing the walks and checking out the festivals and the music but there is if i have one halloween time fall tradition in knoxville since i moved here it's going to be the rocky horror picture show over at the tennessee theater happening on october 29th i came here to knoxville had never seen the film uh my girlfriend brought me to the show with her family and they they went every single year and so um i was classified as a virgin that was the uh that's what they tell you whenever you know you know you've never seen the film before and it's just um you know that that uh that title is part of the whole um, interactive experience of going to this show. Um, I went last year, um, and it was just the movie showing. They, they bring out the organ and play some spooky music as well. Uh, they didn't have the actors last year. Normally, it, it's you know people sort of acting out the movie as it's happening, sort of a live performance and a movie sort of blended together. I'm hoping that they bring the actors back this year. If not, I'm sure the Rocky Horror Costume Contest is still going to be part of that. Um, but I will say, get your tickets quick. Um, that tends to sell out. Um, Especially, you know, that's such a cult classic movie that um, a lot of people uh, look forward all year, like myself, to this showing. So go ahead and check that out, as well as just some of the other stuff that's happening at the Tennessee Theater. I know they're doing a Phantom of the Opera uh, film screening on October 16th. Um, so if that's more uh, your speed than, uh, you know, jumping into the whole Rocky Horror fandom uh, at the Tennessee Theater, that's worth checking out as well. I'll add on to that, too. Uh, if you're looking for a Rocky Horror Picture Show fix earlier... The concourse is having a shadow cast performance. On That's October the word I was 15th. looking for. Shadow cast. That was what I was trying to say. <laughs> yeah, they're doing a shadow cast of Rocky Horror on October fifteenth at the concourse. It's a. I think there's a burlesque show earlier, uh, and then at midnight they're showing it with the shadow cast by the Satanic Mechanics. Oh, I think that's who does the one yeah. at uh, Tennessee Theater too. So. There you go. So you've got at least two opportunities to see it. I don't know how tickets are going for the concourse one, but I would assume they're probably going pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, it's a tradition for a lot of people. Um, And then just thinking about, you know, stage productions, shows, theater, uh, it has me thinking back to, I guess it was my first assignment whenever I got here to Knoxville was to go report on Theater Knoxville and its move from Gay Street over to 800 South Central Street. They've been in that location now for a while. And they are going to be doing a performance of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde happening uh, October 14th through the 30th. Um, Another way 
just to uh, get in that Halloween spirit and support some local arts. So um, I'm going to hand it over to you, Keenan, though, because I know you have a lot of other things that you want to talk about. What's next on your uh, sort of fall bucket list here for the downtown area? Before I get into that, there is one more movie I want to shout out. I heard about this one last night, uh, but Grindhouse Video is presenting Dead Alive at the Brickyard Bar and Grill, I believe. Uh, and if you haven't seen Peter Jackson's masterpiece, Dead Alive. That's, uh, that's some strong <laughs> praise there, but okay. One of the goriest zombie films ever made. I highly recommend checking out. It's it's a blast. <laughs> I highly recommend checking out Brickyard, too. I, it always bums me out that that's not located closer to downtown. It's in Bearden, sort of tucked away in a shopping center. But such a cool uh, venue. I mentioned Sasquatch earlier. I saw a Sasquatch show there once. I saw you know a lot of stand-up comedy. Uh, they have shows happening there all the time. And just a really cool, hip environment that I think will lend itself well to a screening like this. So... Um, yeah, what else do you have, Keenan? Another staple in Knoxville in terms of Halloween and October events, I think, is Boo at the Zoo happening at the Knoxville uh. Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Scared him. It's not scary at all, though, right? I mean, I don't think I don't it think is. I think so. No, yeah, it's like a very family-oriented event. You go around the zoo, trick-or-treating a little bit, dressing up. I believe there's several themed nights. Uh, I believe like a Star Wars kind of night. Princess Night, Monster Mash, Dance Tint. That sounds fun. That sounds like a good time. It's going through October 23rd, but I believe it'll be a good time to get... Take your family, get some, get your kids out there, see some animals. Get some goodies. Get some some treats. Oh, yeah. Um, Money tricks. You know, that just uh, reminds me of you. I mean, that's that's kid-friendly. I don't have kids. I'm more into the, the, the spooky side of things. And Knoxville Zombie Walk is exactly what it sounds like. And if you're not sure if you've seen it before... You haven't, because you would totally notice when there are just, uh, what's the word that you use for zombie? Hordes, right? Don't they call them yeah. hordes? Hordes of zombies going through downtown Knoxville. Uh, that's going to also be on October 29th, so if you're really looking to get that uh, downtown uh, Halloween experience, keep keep an eye on that date, October 29th, where you can do the zombie walk followed by the Rocky Horror Picture Show, but... Um, like I said, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's people come dressed in zombies. I think they start to gather around 2 p.m. on Market Square. There's some people there that can help you do your makeup, or you can come uh, you know, already in full makeup, or if you're an actual zombie, just come as is. Uh, and uh, yeah, then I think a walk begins at five all around the downtown streets, and it's, uh, it's, something, it's something to witness. It's, it's, it's a pretty cool uh, Knoxville tradition. Now, I, as much as I love walking around and going to all these events. I do also like to have some downtime and really, you know, sit in the season, maybe cozy up with a good drink. And there's a lot of good drinks here in Knoxville. I highly recommend like stopping in at a coffee shop, seeing what their local, what the what the local seasonal drinks are. Pumpkin spice and everything nice, hopefully. I'm a I'm a fanboy for um for anything pumpkin spice, I'll be honest. It's uh another one of my guilty pleasures and I'm not ashamed to admit it actually, so not guilty at all. Excited. I had my first one last week. I oh, was yeah? like, I got to get it. Yeah, <laughs> gotta, they, they start to it. do it now in like summertime almost, man. It's crazy. <laughs> they really, I mean, they they know their market. They know people eat that stuff up or drink it up. And um, yeah, I'm I, one of them. I definitely would say go to like Honeybee or Mahalo, K-Brew, Old City, Java, Treetop Coffee. See what they got. I would say personally one of my favorites that I had last year was Treetop Coffee. Has mm. a pecan pie latte that Jeez. is incredible that sounds so good it was and delicious speaking of honeybee that's one of the two breweries that i've had been able to check out so far uh that have um oktoberfest beers going right now if you didn't know honeybee has a brewery uh 
component of its business right now. Uh, full disclosure, our photo editor, uh, her husband is actually the one that leads that Bruin program. And so I was out there working yesterday uh, on some stories, some stuff I'm excited to share with y'all. And after I got done, five o'clock, told him, give me a pour of that Oktoberfest. And it was delicious. So was Schultz Brow's Oktoberfest. I had that over the weekend. I actually ran into you <laughs> while you were, uh, I was leaving my drinks and you were heading for a drink, I think. And so, um, yeah, just check out all the Oktoberfest. I, I, I recommend just doing a full Oktoberfest tour, just going around and trying all the different uh, beers that the breweries are making to fit the season. And hopefully there's um, some people that are really uh, experiment with pumpkin this year because I like pumpkin in my coffee, but I also like it in my beer, which is a hot take. I know pumpkin flavored beer is uh, has mixed reviews from a lot of people. I'm personally a fan, so I'm excited to see what the brewing community has on tap this season. And if you haven't had Oktoberfest yet, what are you doing? Yeah. Turn the podcast off right now. Go go get you some Oktoberfest. There's some really good ones, even just at the store. I, I had Wiseacres Oktoberfest. Oh, yeah. There was a good batch this year. Nice. That I definitely recommend. Have to check it out. Along with Yeehaws. Um, and then just one last thing while we're on the, the topic of, uh, of booze. Uh, B-O-O-Z-E, not B-O-O-S, although we're going to talk about that here in a second. But um, Brother Wolf, um, the same uh, the same people that uh, own and operate that are the people that own and operated Sapphire when it was open on Gay Street. And if you remember around Christmas time, they participated in Miracle Bar, which is essentially it's a program that happens at bars across the country where Christmas sort of takes over and transforms into a, a winter wonderland at these bars all over the, all over the country. And so uh, it looks like Brother Wolf is actually going to be getting in the spirit for for Halloween, though, this year, with its transformation into Brother Werewolf, it's going to have some themed drinks. Staff's going to be in costume. It's become a really popular place since it's opened up there in the old city. And, um, you know, if you're looking to get in the spirit, why not go enjoy some spirits and support local business and check out what that theming is going to look like? I have no idea what it's going to be. Um, it's a small, intimate space, but I'm sure they can do a lot with it and excited to see what they have in store. And speaking of in store, let's talk about stores. I know you wanted to mention, Keenan, um, about, you know, just going out there and shopping local as well this season. Oh, yeah. There's so many, like, boutiques and local spots in town that are, like, really gearing up for the fall season. I'm personally going to go get a sweater tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's about that time. It's, my, it's sweater weather. I'm ready for it. I can only do the t-shirt uh, with the open flannel for so long before <laughs> I need to cover up my entire body. But, yes, it is sweater season. One for sure, I think, and this will go along with something we got a little later, is nothing too fancy over on near Market Square on Union Avenue. They've got a lot of volunteer Tennessee stuff, but I think they're probably gearing up for some fall-related in general, those colors just really match the season. Yeah, I mean, Vols is orange. Halloween, I think, if you had to pick a color, is orange, right? You got jack-o'-lanterns, and so, yeah. And, and then uh, if uh, you're just trying to get those fall scents in your house, get your house, you know, transition from the beach breeze to the uh, to the pumpkin spice. I'm, I'm really hung up on the pumpkin spice, but whatever other fall flavors, scents are out there. Uh, Knoxville Soap and Candle over in the 700 block of Gay Street, a block that does not get enough love. There's a couple cool businesses down there. Dazzo's, um, Knoxville Soap and Candle, like I just mentioned, the Holistic Connection is open down there. Um, but yeah, go and stop in there and, and get something. I mean, a candle always makes for a good gift. If you're last second or if you just want to treat yourself, um, I'm sure they'll have some fall aromas in stock pretty soon if they're not there already. So um, and then just, you know, Rala, uh, you know, there's uh, Bliss. I mean, there's like you said, a lot of a lot of stores around downtown Knoxville that are starting to get in that fall inventory. And if you're on outside of Knoxville, too, the mall's sure to have like almost every store. Don't say the mall the on the mall. downtown podcast. <laughs> Big West Town Mall guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Speaking of 
uh, orange volunteer spirit. Another great way to really celebrate this fall season is to get out and go to a Vols game. Uh, they're playing real well right now. As someone who is, isn't a football guy, I have to admit, the Florida game was pretty good. Yeah. It was really entertaining up until that last five minutes or so. Oh, I got scared for a second, dude. <laughs> but I think, honestly, there's nothing like getting out there, going to Neyland Stadium with 100,000 of your closest friends, and just celebrating the Vols and playing their hearts out. Uh Looks like at the moment the Tennessee Martin game that's coming up is going to be the most affordable. So if you're looking to not spend all of your money at on the Vols this year, probably would recommend going to that game. But if you got tickets to any of the upcoming really big games, it's going to be incredible. Yeah, and I think just getting out there and tailgating. I mean, I'm I'm thinking about going to that UT Martin game myself. But if I can't make it, I'm thinking about just going out there, getting me a spot near near the stadium, and setting up a TV. And I think this is a fall activity too. There's nothing better than when you're cold, a little chilly, warming up with some good food. And I think getting like some chili, not chili in the sense that you're shivering, chili, C H I L I. Uh, or maybe some soup, some stew, get something going out there at the tailgate, warm yourself up, get some of those uh, darker beers that are going to be coming out right now in Oktoberfest maybe, and uh, just enjoy that atmosphere because you know the game day atmosphere, game aside, is still uh, you know an iconic fall activity here in downtown Knoxville. But um, you, know, you mentioned that Florida game, and I was watching it. I did the first half over to a friend's house, and then um, had some other friends that were watching another house. And so we had a, a second half party. We all met up over at uh, Southside Garage, and uh, it was a, a nice little atmosphere for a small spot until, like you said, the, the ending of that game. It got really quiet in there. But Southside Garage is just a cool place um, this fall to catch a movie. They're going to be doing Halloween movies out there in the backyard on the projector screen. I think those are going to be happening on Wednesdays in October. Um, you can see the full lineup on their Instagram. But um, that's definitely uh, worth checking out if you want to go see a movie, not just from the comfort of your couch. Uh, get out there and see some other people. Um, I recommend it. Another spot that I also recommend going to for especially this month is Central Cinema. They've released a lot of their lineup for October, and it's pretty much all horror. It's so good, too. Like, <laughs> yeah. good horror. Like, oh, classic yeah. horror. You know, they, they, they sometimes get a little obscure, but I think they're, they're sticking to... Yeah, I think they know people want to see some of these ha- classic horror movies. You can do the obscure stuff all throughout the year, oh, yeah. but I'm, I'm excited for this lineup. Some of what they are showing this year are The Shining... Horror of Dracula. I don't know that one. Curse of Frankenstein. Woo! Coraline. Man. Uh, children's cause. What? <laughs> Actually, I've never seen it. Coraline's fantastic. <laughs> I know. I've heard it's really good. Coraline's also a great film for like families. If you want to show like your kids something that is a little more intense, it's a little more like a 13, 12, 13 year old kind of movie. But it's such a good film. Highly recommend and perfect for this season. And if you're taking your kids too, you there is a there is a bar there at Central Cinema too, so you can get yourself a beer. I think they usually have white zombies uh, there, which is you know perfect for the Halloween season. So take your kid, enjoy a beer, make it a whole family thing. So there's two kinds of haunted houses. There's uh, the haunted houses that you pay tickets for and you go through, and there's actors that are you know jumping out at you and scaring you, and then there's literal probably haunted houses out there that are just haunted with ghosts. And so let's start there. 
Uh, if you are in the mood for a just uh, a, a supernatural, a super supernatural experience, um, there are two options for ghost tours. Um, there's Paranormal Adventure Tour, which happens every Friday and Saturday in October. You can just Google that and you can find out their full schedule. Um, but then there's Spooky Ghost Tours, which includes uh, the Shadow Side Ghost Tour, the uh, Ghost of the Old City, and Side Street Shadows spooky ghost tours check it out um i've never actually been on one but i see the people walking around doing them all the time and i've heard great things about them i actually know somebody that leads one of those tours um so if you're a podcast listener i know that you do it i'm sorry i haven't (laughs) been uh this might be the season for me though might be the time and there's a few uh other ones around uh one i've written about a couple times now is finn's restaurant and tavern this is a little more out west knox oh this is like a haunted like a haunted place uh, the baker Baker Peter's house. Oh, what it's, about that? I mean, it's uh, off Kingston Pike, kind of. It's way out in West Knox a little more, but it's like an old school Civil War house. Yeah. The guy who originally owned it was killed in it. Wow. I didn't uh, realize that. During, a, I believe, a Union soldier raid. Huh. And they do ghost tours pretty much. So they've got one on October 23rd. I believe tickets for it, though, are like $50. But it's like a five-hour, like haunted house tour. really fifty dollars i better i better see something or hear something you know this i just was asking about that because you know it's a little it's a little ways out there but it's actually where my girlfriend's uh, parents had their first date so that's a, a special place in our household um and then like i said there's two kinds of haunted houses then there's the you know the ones you pay the tickets for and you're trying to get scared and i enjoy doing those but there's not many near downtown and so i don't have much to say except i guess the closest is probably fright works and pal um, it's a really good one. I actually went there a couple years ago. I'm gonna say a few. It's been a, it's been a while actually since I've been out there um, and got to see sort of behind the scenes how they put it all together. They did me up in full makeup, made me look uh, scarier than I already did. Put some scars and blood on me, Ooh. and uh, got to see the got to see the whole thing, how it's all put together. Then got to experience parts of it, um, and uh, luckily it was shot from the waist up. Let's just say that because <laughs> I was terrified. Um, not really. I didn't pee my pants. But um, uh-huh, uh-huh, if you're sure, if, sure, you're, uh-huh. if you're looking to make a drive a little bit further out there, I just recommend Frightmare Manor in Morristown. And I know what you're thinking. It's far drive, a lot of bang for your buck. You get multiple haunted houses. Um, and I will say it was very scary. And when I went, I guess it was pre-pandemic times. Uh, I, yes, definitely pre-pandemic times. I actually got lost in there. I had like, It was like super intense fog and really bright red lights to where I couldn't see in front of me. And I got spun around. And the, all the actors are still in character. They're like, you're going the wrong way. And I'm like, no, please just get me out of here. I was in there for like five minutes, like freaking out. And then I had to like go out through like the cast exit. Um, but the point is, you know, it's fun. Don't get lost. Uh, you'll end up like me with the cast members laughing at you. I, I imagine it's probably not the first time it's happened. So, yeah, don't get lost in there. And you definitely don't want to get lost in the mix when it comes to downtown Knoxville news. You're off to the right start. You're listening to the Scruffy Stuff podcast. We try to keep you informed as much as we can, but we're limited on time here. And there's a whole lot more over at knoxnews.com that's happening in downtown that we're reporting on in Knoxville in East Tennessee. So head on over to knoxnews.com slash subscribe to take advantage of our latest offer, support local journalism and get access to all that stuff I just mentioned. Plus before you stop the podcast, go ahead and click that like or subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on to get notifications every time a new episode drops, or you can just come back on Mondays. And while you're at it, go ahead and leave a review five stars. If you would tell us what you like about the show, what you would like us to talk about next. And 
if you know reaching out directly is more your way to do it, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram as well. That's at Knox Scruff. And for you, Keenan, what's the best way for people to keep up with the work that you're doing? You can search my name on Knox News and read all the spooky stories I've got coming out this month. Or you can follow me on Twitter at specialk 2 the number two, real. Okay. Real? R-E-A-L? R-E-A-L. So, so. Again, at Special K, two, real. <laughs> All right. And email, right? It's always a good way. And email me. You can email me at Keenan.Thomas at KnoxNews.com. Awesome. Uh, mine's Ryan.Willis at KnoxNews.com. I don't want to spell it for you right now. You can just look in the podcast description. And also in that podcast description, you're going to see a couple links. One is a link to how to sign up for the Urban Knoxville newsletter, which I write every Friday. Provides even more analysis than what we provide here on the Scruffy Stuff. And also a link to our Urban Knoxville Facebook group, which is a private group. You just have to answer three questions. Let us know what your favorite spots are around Knoxville. Let us know where you live in Knoxville. Um, Not your specific address, just what part of town. Um, Just answer those and we will get you added to that group and you can become part of the downtown discussion. We post a lot in there. We post stuff about the podcast, get the conversation going, but we really want the members in there to, um, you know, initiate some of those conversations and um, just share what they have going on around downtown. So um, that does it for today's show. Thank you for listening. And uh, if you're not going out trick-or-treating, if you're beyond the age of when that makes sense, get a bag of candy and put your light on. This is a favorite night of year for for a lot of kids. It's my favorite night of the year, too, but I don't have an excuse to go door-to-door anymore. So make sure you're doing your part and enjoy Halloween and all that fall has to offer. We'll see you again next week.